are back. Let's do some science and technology type type things today. Um, in fact, let's take a page from our good friend Dr. Andy Jones's playbook. Uh, Dr. Andy hosts Dr. Andy's Poetry and Technology Hour every Wednesday at five o'clock here on KDVS. And um, well, I've got something that's that's a bit of a poem to start with. So let's let's go to Marilyn Vos Savant's column from uh, March twenty seventh. She was asked by someone in Bakersfield, what's the answer to this old riddle? What doth man love more than life, hate more than death, or mortal strife? Tis that which contented men desire, the poor possess, and the rich require. The miser spends, the spendthrift saves, and all men carry to their graves. And the answer to that, of course, is nothing. And in our move from a bit of poetry to a bit of technology, um, I would note that I received an email a couple of days ago, purportedly from eBay. It said I'd received this email because you or someone or someone had used your account to make fake bids at eBay for security purposes were required to open an investigation into this matter. The fraud alert ID code containing this message will be attached in our fraud mediation request in order to verify your account registration information. I was then instructed to to click on to um, a hyperlink, which then asked me to then reveal what the name of my eBay account and password were. This apparently was an episode of Phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. There was a cover story on uh, the Chronicle, our front page uh, story, April 11th, San Francisco Chronicle, about the new, smarter generation of internet crooks who um, are doing this sort of thing. This apparently is a new level of sophistication over the, uh, the Nigerian bank scam, which, by the way, apparently netted its inventors something like $25 million dollars. So if you get an email like this, uh, beware. It's noted in the in the Chronicle article that uh, the top fished firms, the companies that fishers used the most in the scams uh, a couple months ago, well, number one was eBay. Number two, Washington Mutual. Number three, PayPal. In fact, I believe I got one of these from PayPal as well. Oh, I think I just deleted it. Charter One Bank, Key Bank, Bank of the West, International Bank of Asia, Huntington Bank, Bank of Oklahoma, and North Fork Bank. Beware if you get an email that says uh, we got to clear a few things up. The Chronicle article offered some uh, some tips on how to stay out of the Fisher's net. They note that a legitimate email from a bank or another company where you have an account will generally include your name. Dear customer is a red flag. Uh, they stress, of course, that you don't email personal or financial information at legitimate firms. Don't ask for this information by email. And they suggest that you don't follow a link in an email to the company's website, which is, which, is, which is what I did. They suggest that you open a browser window and type in the company's address instead. And if you're suspicious, call customer service. It's recommended you regularly check your statements from bank account and credit card companies for fraudulent transactions. The financial institutions will generally reimburse you if you were the victim of fraud. 
Here's one uh, that uh, is probably uh, an important one. You should avoid accessing online banking at a public internet terminal, such as in a library. A thief may have installed software to capture that information uh, from anyone who uses that terminal. You should uh, check an email's digital signature to ensure that it's authentic. The Anti-Phishing Working Group explains how to do that at, if you have a pen, www.antiphishingorg slash S-M-I-M dash dig. You can also call the Federal Trade Commission at 877-382-4357. A stat that applies we've had in our pile of papers sitting around uh, noted last October from Information Week that the typical personal computer has been infected with 25 spyware applications that secretly provide websites and advertisers information about a user's searches online purchases, and other personal information. The spyware is unknowingly downloaded when people browse the web. Beware. My producer points out the best software to deal with this problem is... SpyBot Search and Destroy. Free download. You can also go onto Google and see what you can find. And uh, Wired Magazine noted uh, earlier this month that there are eight... 100 million cars on the world's roads today. But by 2050, as privately owned automobiles become commonplaces in India and China, it's estimated there will be, hold on to your hat, an estimated 3.25 billion automobiles. I'm not sure the world can absorb a fourfold increase in automobiles. Last week, President Bush went forward and touted his, uh, his energy uh, sol- solution to the energy problems, uh, which, of course, which naturally involved no conservation, did not involve any, uh, any establishment of better um, standards for uh, gas mileage. There was a time when, you know, a dependence on foreign oil was going to be countered by having better gas mileage. The current administration thinks that uh, driving around an SUV that gets eight miles per gallon is, quote, one of the blessings of American life, unquote. And in a matter that's sort of reminiscent of what we talked about uh, in the last hour with uh, Alex Gibney, the president said he knows many people are concerned about the high gasoline prices that now average more than 220 a gallon nationwide, but he lamented that he can't do anything about it. I wish I could, he said. If I could, I would. My head, I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a brain. And we're still hot on the trail of Professor Jared Diamond, the author of Collapse, whose previous book, Guns, Germs, and Steel, is still selling briskly. Professor Diamond, uh, we hope to have on the show later later this month. He's been on radio uh, interviews all over the country. It's a fabulous book. I haven't finished it yet, but we are looking forward to speaking with him. Uh, There's an article about him in the current issue of Sierra Magazine, uh, published by the Sierra Club. And uh, the New Yorker, the May 2nd issue, has the second of a three-part series about the climate of man. This was part two, the case of Akkad. And we actually talked about this on on this program uh, some months back, that uh, actually a couple years back, 
about the fact that Middle Eastern civilization all of a sudden went belly up about 2,300 years ago, and it's now quite clear that a, uh, a really devastating drought struck the area. Dr. Diamond talks about how um, various civilizations can collapse from um, ecological events, and uh, this article written by Elizabeth Colbert um, dovetails rather nicely with that. They note that in the archaeologic digs, it's clear that even the earthworms died in the soil, which became so parched they couldn't survive. The evidence continues to mount that despite uh, that Bush administration uh, disclaimers that uh, global warming is proceeding, it is real, and it's um, not going to stop anytime soon. We, we really need to get out of denial on this. Uh, the BBC noted, uh, BBC and others noted uh, last month, uh, New Scientist magazine as well, that the most comprehensive study ever in the state of the planet concluded that human activities are threatening the Earth's ability to sustain future generations. At the cost of $24 million and involving the work of 1,300 scientists in 95 countries, this first ever global inventory of natural resources came to the overwhelming conclusion that mankind is living way beyond our means. A couple of related stories from New Scientist magazine, April 16th issue. Studies of uh, what killed off the elephants and mammoths now indicates, as many people suspected all along, that it was humans that extincted mammoths, mastodons, and elephants across most of the world. We've talked about the massive kill-off in North America that took place when uh, humans arrived uh, 12,000 years ago or 12, 20,000 years ago, whatever it was. This is referring to um, what happened in the archaeologic record about the time humans started appearing all over planet Earth 1.8 million years ago. Actually, I, I didn't read this very well. It actually is two different events, 1.8 million years ago and that's in Africa and 10,000 years ago in America. Same thing, common cause, humans show up, big animals disappear. It wasn't the climate. And... Um, there's a controversial idea out there that the Earth froze over about 630 million years ago, became a giant ice ball like uh, Jupiter's moon Europa, and they're now finding uh, evidence that's boosting this, this theory. The evidence is based on the fact that uh, iridium-containing dust, which we know is, is a marker of outer space, uh, stuff that, that comes in on the Earth every day, apparently all of a sudden spiked. It all precipitated out of what presumably was the ice surface of global, uh, global snowball Earth about 630 million years ago. Uh, in the wake of this event, life suddenly exploded all across the planet, and it's a very interesting uh, meeting of geology and biology. Apparently, the Earth was a giant glacier that lasted between 3 and 12 million years, 600 million years ago. Why this happened in the first place and how we came out of it remains a mystery. And I was rather horrified to see pictures in, uh, in various magazines showing that the Canadian uh, harp seal hunt is, is on again. And this year it was expected that uh, Canadian hunters will kill off about 300,000 baby harp seals by bashing them in the skull with large clubs. Greenpeace um, has voiced some objections to this. Uh, these, fisher, these fishing communities up there, well, formerly fishing communities up there, are in kind of dire straits. 
since the catastrophic collapse of the region's cod stocks, which until 1992 had provided a major source of employment. And critics of the seal hunt have pointed out rather unkindly that the fishing quotas that preceded the collapse of the cod were set by the same DFO office in St. John's, Newfoundland, that currently is setting what they claim is a sustainable seal hunt quota. And in considerably happier ecologic news, we would like to close with the fact that supposedly the ivory-billed woodpecker has been uh, cited with credible sightings and even video uh, video recordings down in Arkansas. Um, it was noted that this spectacular bird, which was an emblem for the lost wild America after it was thought to have been driven to extinction more than 60 years ago, um, has got a lot of bird watchers pretty excited. The story here is that tens of thousands of ivory-billed woodpeckers once existed in the nation's southern forests. With strong necks and sharp bills, they lived on a hard-to-exploit food source, the insects and larvae invading newly dead but not yet rotten hardwoods. As the old-growth bottomlands were logged, the habitat disappeared and with it the bird. There were occasional reports of sightings, uh, but invariably they proved impossible to confirm. But uh, this has been uh, this been pretty well established that the bird has made it. And last week, Secretary of the Interior Gail Norton signaled Bush administration's support for any ivory bills that may still exist, saying she's asked for $10 million to protect them and their habitat. for today's uh, program. We will see you next Thursday at 5 o'clock. We would thank um, once again Alex Gibney for talking with us in our second segment about his fantastic documentary Enron, The Smartest Guys in the Room. And, and for the final time, we again would recommend very highly that you, uh, you check out uh, his work. In fact, check out his work on that. And if you get a chance, check out his previous work. Uh, the Trials of Henry Kissinger is also quite excellent. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. I'm your host, Douglas Everett. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. We hope on next week's program we will bring you an interview with Al Franken, who's coming to town to do his uh, Air America program from, I gathered, the Crest Theater. So we look very forward to, um, to bringing you Al Franken, hopefully. <laughs>